This is the SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. Yeah, I don't. I can't wait to see what the uh, the ticket deal looks like this week at at Veterans Memorial Stadium because Coach Prime's already packing that place, and then you put you know you drop game day on it, Blake. And for our listeners, I think most of you know Jackson State, Coach Prime, and the J State Tigers will be hosting Kirk Herbstreit. Pat McAfee, ESPN, and College Game Day in Jackson, Mississippi. That's pretty darn cool. I mean, it's uh, historic. It is. It is historic. Yeah. And they're undefeated, and they will host Southern this weekend. Um. And Southern's five and two, so Jackson State seven and zero. Oh. Southern is is five and two, and the uh, the whole world of college football will be locked in on uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and Jackson State University on Saturday morning. Actually, even before then, just because there's so much hype and so on. Um, you know, Ashley Robinson is thrilled. Uh, obviously, Coach Prime, um, and and many many uh, Rob J. Our friend Rob Jay, who joins us on the show. We're going to have to get um, Rob on the show this week and talk a little Jackson State uh, experience. Blake, th- those tickets are going to be hard to come by. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be it's going to be great. I just looked up. I was looking. They had a great crowd for homecoming. Uh, I guess this was a couple days ago. So they it looks like they're going to be. I mean, I think it's going to be packed. I think it'll be exciting. I'm interested to know where game day will set up. Yeah. And what it's going to look like. I'm interested in that. I'm interested to see who they'll have on, you know, not just because they always will do what, what people forget is this is a three hour production. So there's a lot of time filled. And so they'll have usually they'll have like an AD or something show up or a president, something like that. Sure. Prime will be on the on the show prior to the picking segment because they always bring sure. the host coach on in the first hour and they like break down some film or something. You know, they try to give it a little football analytical feel to it. And so they'll bring the coach. So it'll just be interesting to see the pageantry and what all they decide to do. And, and I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited as someone who's seen it in Startville and Oxford and all over the SEC to see it at Jackson State. That'll be really cool. You know, uh, Ashley Robinson is the athletic director at Jackson State, and and I don't know if they can ever bottle this again, but they're going to ride the wave while no. they while they should. Can you imagine when he made when he convinced Coach Prime and Deion Sanders, and, and sure he knew it was going to be a boost for the program, but he never imagined that it would be that the game day would be here. No, and you can't bot like you. What you just said is is a very important statement. You could never, you could make the best. You could hire the Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, Dabo Sweeney of the future at a young age, and they could win at an amazing level at Jackson State, and it still wouldn't bottle the off field impact of Deion Sanders. 
Dion's you just brand, can't baby. match it. No, there's no. It's like with Jordan. It's yeah. like with uh, even with Tebow in the SEC footprint. There's just some things that aren't good. Like there are better players than Tebow that have come since him. Sure. at the quarterback position, Dak Prescott. None of them will ever match the Tebow mania right. because the off-field fervor. There's just sometimes there's a little bit of magic to it, right? A little bit of pixie a little dust. Magic. A little pixie dust in some people that just adds a different value that that even tangible winning and losing can't equate to, right? I like that that this is going to drive the magic and the pixie dust to Jackson State this week. I mean, Deion Sanders is our Deion in in the brief I guess two years including the offseason before he got hired, the two years he's been there, now he's done more for Jackson State than anyone in the history of Jackson State has done in terms of a impact, a brand impact, a no booster question. shot, however you want to call it, to the to the program, to the school. I mean, you couldn't have, you know, we think Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin were big-time hires, and they were, especially Lane Kiffin, with the way things have gone. You couldn't have made a better hire at Ole Miss. Well, you couldn't have made a better hire at Jackson State. Yeah. There's literally no one you could have hired. That no, 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 no. Um, not even Joe Moorhead. I mean, it's just out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Your SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Go local, go with the home team, save. Save when you bundle your auto and home with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent and uh, customer service, uh, the best you can find when you need a Farm Bureau Insurance agent or adjuster. We are powered by Farm Bureau insurance let me give you something pretty interesting here um in 2021 the average uh football attendance jackson state averaged 42,293 power five teams below that tcu arizona georgia tech cal stanford boston college syracuse oregon state vanderbilt duke all teams that average less fans than jackson state so it's not kudos to jackson this state. isn't like when they go to like a a small town school. Like I know it's an HBCU, so it's not a power five, but it's a big, I mean, it's a big environment. Well, it's a big stadium. Yeah. Okay. So it seats 64,000. It's old too. Old school style. It's old school style stadium. Um, you know, they'll figure it out around the stadium where they're going to, uh, you know, because I guess you you can't go from campus well, you could, but it'd be remote. They have done was, a couple. So when they went to Memphis, remember they were off campus at Memphis. Okay. So they they don't always they're not always right next. There are a few times when those are there are different setups. This is this says it's a one o'clock kick. I think that's perfect. Okay. Because if it was eleven, they couldn't have Dion guest pick. Yeah. yeah. One o'clock, he could still guest pick. Okay. So, 1 o'clock kick at Jackson State. Let's get into Ole Miss and and Mississippi State and kind of what played out in Baton Rouge and Tuscaloosa. You know, here's what you find over the years is that uh, the two fan bases here have to endure playing the two monsters on, on, you know, the border of your state. And at times we get, uh, you know, uh, you kind of talk yourself into – Here's how the game could play out, right? And with Ole Miss, yes, they had a chance to win. Um, and I know they got blown out eventually. But, it, Blake, it was a heck of a ball game for three quarters. And I thought, you know, the way Ole Miss was able to come out 
and really play fast and physical, I was impressed with. Um, and, and look, losing Zach Evans is is tough. Uh, but but Dart and Judkins and Heath and so on were able to get going early. And it, it had LSU on their heels. Um, and you you kind of felt like, well, you know, it, is Ole Miss going to do this? Do they have enough juice to make it through? Eventually, LSU got their feet under them. Jaden Daniels really got comfortable in what he wanted to do. He crushed Ole Miss with his legs. I mean, every time Ole Miss thought they were going to get something going on defense, uh, Jaden Daniels would, you know, just run around. And, and that's what you get with when you're playing 11-on-11 and you have a mobile quarterback. And, and I know Dart's mobile, but he started running for his life, especially with Harold Perkins and some of those LSU defense, uh, defensive linemen and linebackers and so on um, that they were sending. And... Uh, but Jaden Daniels has gotten better. Uh, LSU is coming off a 45-point performance at Florida, and then they matched that against Ole Miss at home and really, really took took over the game in the second half. And I thought Matt House, the LSU defensive coordinator, that guy, you know, they had given up 35 the week before to a Florida offense that, eh, you know, I, I consider Lane Train and his Ole Miss offense better right now. Um, but once they stopped the bleeding, Blake, they just were not going to allow Ole Miss to score. They would move it, but but kind of like what you described with Mississippi State, except Mississippi State didn't come out of the gate and score, you know, on several possessions. Um, once Ole Miss would cross midfield or cross the forty, it was curtains. LSU would do what they needed to do to, uh, and, and Dart couldn't get the rushing yards that he needed to put that kind of pressure on the LSU defense, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and then on the flip side at Mississippi State, Golding decided to go six DBs and two uh, defensive linemen and three linebackers, and that was enough to where uh, they could put pressure on on the pocket and Will Rogers and still have six defensive backs back there working the, you know, Mississippi State receivers. And look, you don't have the talent that you need. And when people run, you know, man press on you, they don't get off the line of scrimmage. They just, they don't. Look what LSU, and I can't believe I'm saying it. LSU, Kentucky, and Alabama all did the same thing. They beat you at the line of scrimmage. And your receivers either aren't physical enough athletic enough, talented enough, whatever. And you're going to have to continue to upgrade. You're doing some good things uh, in the program, but you're going to have to continue to upgrade. Ole Miss is a more explosive offense than you. They they generate explosive plays. That's what Lane does on the ground or through the air. Um, Leach has generated more explosive plays than you're used to. And there were several times last year that they did and several times this year that they have. They just haven't done it against some of the teams that you wanted them to do. Two of them yeah. happen to be top five recruiters. And then I know you're still frustrated from the Kentucky game and not being able to score but 10 points on offense. And the last yeah. time you went up there, you didn't score either. Now, that's a little unfair. Will Rogers was still trying to figure out where his classes were um, when he was thrown into that kind of uh, situation two years ago.
and it was early in the season and they had they they hadn't come close to figuring out what they wanted to do. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. But it is all about generating explosive plays and and pushing the ball downfield. And right now, against certain teams, Mississippi State can't do that. You you did against Arkansas. And you did against A&M, and I don't know if you care about this, but you did against uh, Arizona. Those are Power 5 schools. You did not against LSU, Kentucky, or Alabama. Nothing surprised me, really, on Saturday. But I understand that it's easy to go in, set your expectation level a little bit different on game day for what you want. You are right that Arnett's uh, defense... Boy, after having a terrible game the week before, not being able to even think about stopping Chris Rodriguez, you know, evidently there was a come to Jesus in practice, I guess, over the week. or And they adjusted and, you know, just challenged some guys. Um, I don't think that they've been uh, well-developed or well-coached on the defensive line at Mississippi State. You got got several top 10, according to 247 Sports, you have top 10 recruits on that defensive line that, to me, haven't gotten better. You know? And Randy Charlton and Jordan Davis haven't gotten better. I think you need to start ask, asking some questions. Uh, uh, you know, Jaden Crumity hasn't played. He'll play against Auburn, as far as I know. And you'll get LaQuinston Sharp back and Dylan Johnson back. So, um, that's a must-win game, but that that's an eternity from now. That's two weeks yeah. from now. We still have Ole Miss playing A&M. Southern Miss on on a big stage Thursday night. Jackson State hosting game day. Uh, I agree with Steven on the Ag Up Equipment text line. This game against Alabama is a, a whole different attitude if you beat Kentucky, right? It it's, is. It's not even the same. I will say... Because people got sour as the night went on. Correct. It was... You're exactly right. It was because of the Kentucky... Not just the loss, but... The way you lost. Exactly. And, and I'll say, you know, you actually moved the ball against Alabama. You did some things... And I want to go back to what you said about, you know, explosiveness. There's no doubt. I mean, look at the Cincinnati Bengals. They're struggling this year in the NFL. You look at them making the Super Bowl last year. They were the number one team in explosive plays in the NFL last year. It's why they were there. It's, it's, it's a equalizer in talent. If I can score in one or two plays, I don't have to beat you 15 plays down the field. No. So uh, that's a big thing. 
I guess my question to you, oh great grand pooba of analytical wisdom of college football. Wow. Whose fault is it? Is it Will Rogers' fault? Is it the receiver's fault? Because if I look at the three losses and all on the similarities of the three losses, I go, there were explosive plays to be made. Sometimes the QB didn't get the ball to them, and then sometimes the ball was there and the receivers didn't know how to catch it. I mean, last obviously Saturday it wouldn't have mattered, but you had a touchdown where it's a good good comeback ball for the receiver to make a play on right at the, the goal line. And he drops it to Lou Griffin. Uh, that's that's an explosive play. Sure. Does that win you the game? No. But, but it, it gives you a little momentum. And it's indicative and of what you could do. Yeah. And so my issue is, as Jimbo likes to say, hey, the plays are there. You got to execute them. I'll give Mike Leach this. There are some things that I question about what he's doing off the field with some of his staff and, and recruiting all that. But there are plays on the field that are there to be made that neither the quarterback nor the receivers Sometimes one or the other, sometimes both on the same play, don't make. Well, I think it's both. I think it's both against that level of competition. Okay? And it, this still goes back to the Kentucky loss, but if, if we want to drill down on where you're going, uh, they do have to upgrade talent across the board. At the skill positions, specifically. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, I mean, Leach was calling them dinosaurian. Okay, in well, his do you want to let, – let's – Let's drop Mike Leach post game, who compared. Well, he went into this dinosaur rant, which was pretty damn good. All <laughs> in all, right. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Want to say good morning? Welcome in. This is Mike Leach post game, and I'm genuinely fearful that on our team, if 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 me and the other coaches don't get them right. Um, that about a generation from now, um, their kids and their grandkids won't have hands, you know, because, um, you know, from a lack of use, those hands just disappear. I mean, and and maybe it'll be like this, like those dinosaur hands like this are, you see. And, And, you know, you got like a Tyrannosaurus Rex who's clearly good at eating things, big old jaws and all that stuff, fairly athletic, can run. Well, his hands are like this. And, and yeah, you know, and I think we took a very, very, very uh, big step as a team, which we have to correct this. We have to correct this because, um, you know, I think that uh, in the end, that it's going to be best for all these guys uh, that they have good hand development and that they don't evolve to where they don't have hands. Okay, but we definitely. Um, didn't use ours, and so there certainly wasn't any genetic reinforcement on our part um, that we should maintain our hands. I mean, and I don't want all of a sudden, you know, guys driving across this country, and then they get to Starkville, Mississippi, and all of a sudden there's these athletic-looking, friendly guys, because we have great guys that don't have any hands. And I hope that that's not the case. But that's where we're headed right now, and we're going to try to get that fixed in this off week. Yeah, but can you get it fixed? Is it, is it a talent? Are you talent deficient? H- how many times have you had, let's just take in the modern kind of last 10, 12 years. How many times have you had guys at receiver that could fight their way off of the line of scrimmage against LSU and Bama and make plays. 
Ole Miss has had it at times. They had guys running wide open. Now, Blake said, Bo, there were plays to be made. At times, there were. Few and far between. But that, that, oh, there not, were, not for State to win yeah. either. Yeah. yeah. No, I just yeah. mean to like get some momentum Correct. and move the ball. Now, Correct. Look, Blake, you and I discussed on Wednesday before the Fertile Ground guys uh, joined us that we fully expected for the officiating crew to go overboard and try to overcorrect what Alabama felt had happened in Knoxville. They did. Okay? <laughs> and and Bama felt like they had had way, way too many flags, um, you know, against them in yeah. Knoxville, in Rocky Top, the weekend before. And I'm confident that the both Nick Saban and somebody in-house that handles that was very clear with the SEC office. And it, it did not, it was not going to impact Mississippi State winning the game. But there were there were flags left and right. I mean, if if Mississippi State, I don't know, leaned or breathed the wrong way, you got a flag. And I think you just had to understand that that was going to happen for Alabama yep. after Saban dropped what he did um, in the media that week and after some of the other people you know, it's Bama. Now, Clemson got all the gifts on Saturday. Garrett Schrader and Syracuse had every opportunity to win that game. But Laundry kept hitting the field. Ooh, yeah. I mean, Clemson got the gift after gift after gift. It happens. Hosed. It happened. Garrett Schrader was a competitor, man. He competed his tail off with the team that's not within 40 spots of Clemson as far as recruiting. I don't think any of us were frustrated, I understand, but we're surprised that Bama got all the calls. All the calls. Because there was scuttlebutt and discussion throughout the week. Can you believe how many penalties they called against Bama? Well, all year, by the way. Most penalized team. And then, two in a big game on national TV that everybody was watching. I mean, 12 million people watch Bama and Tennessee. For college football, that is incredible. Number I mean, I one on the year. The, yeah. the number that the NFL's trying to hit, 18 to 22 million. And that's insane. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the number one game watched in the country, Alabama had penalty after penalty after penalty called against them. I was not surprised. We mentioned it several times that they would correct that on Saturday. Were you going to win? Absolutely not. Could it have given you a little bit more, uh, sustained some drives, extended some things for you, made some things work a little bit better, get your people to uh, get your players in some rhythm? Y'all know this. You watch the games all weekend. I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, have no rhythm on offense. <laughs> Okay. They lost to the Panthers. They lost to the Carolina Panthers. And the oh. Carolina Panthers don't have a head coach. They just shipped two of their better players out. They don't have a quarterback. And they're kind of a franchise that's in no man's land. But you, when you don't have any rhythm or pace, it's just like in life. You have to have rhythm and pace. If you don't, it's just not going to work out. I see it all the time. People who do, people who don't. And so... um, Blake, I mean, what do you say? I'm not surprised no. that they threw that much laundry on the field. Now, let's go back to you. You've got to find a way to generate explosive plays. Leach says we got to correct that during the uh, 
uh, off week. Okay, so Mississippi State has a bye. Jackson State hosts game day. Ole Miss has a monster game on the road at A&M. Very, very winnable. They're a favorite. Um, And then you have Southern Miss with the big Thursday night home game on ESPN2. Blake, I don't... I think you can correct it against some teams you play, but against others you have to... You asked me whose fault it was. Yeah. I think it's a combination of the lack of commitment from alums in recruiting. Oh. I think it's... uh, um, Dave Emmerich and his lack of get it and focus running recruiting for two years at Mississippi State. He's Hello. now Southern Cal. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that drives what you have on the field. So the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Tom Luganville at 830 on the Yingling Lager guest line. Ooh, we got a lot to cover today.